wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Very few people are able to move themselves forward in things in life when they can't see the clear path. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOldJay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is the phrase. I am quoting you here. I work better under pressure. Has any of you ever used that phrase? Some of you might be using it right now. Some of you might be thinking that right now because you're in a situation that maybe you feel like you're under a bit of pressure. Maybe you have led yourself to that consciously or unconsciously. And many of you, even if you're not using it right now, you may believe it about yourself that you do better work when you are under pressure. The tighter the deadline, the better your work becomes. And if you happen to take long to get to something, it's okay because when you're under pressure, you do even better work. Many of you have used this phrase. It's become cliche because so many people use it. I'm here to tell you today that I work better under pressure. That saying is nothing but an excuse for procrastination. And we're going to address that here today. Why is an excuse for procrastination? Why you need to stop using it? And what are your alternatives? What could you do instead? Now, before we get into that, first of all, let me remind everybody or let you know for the first time, if you didn't know, that I have a daily motivation text message that I send out every single day for free to everyone who's in my text community, which means if you want to get a message straight to your phone every morning that is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point, all you have to do is send me a text at my number. Here's the number. 305-384-6894. And every day when I send that message out, you're going to be on the receiving end of that message. And a bonus of being in my text community is you can respond to any one of my text messages, just like you text anybody else, and you can get a response from me. So text me at that number, 305-384-6894 is also listed down below in the show notes. Now, the topic here today, this masterclass is really about is not about just the phrase. I'm using that phrase to frame it because all of you have heard it and some of you have even used it. Some of you actually believe it. This is about having a sense of urgency and 
conditioning yourself to move yourself to action when necessary. And when is it necessary to move yourself to action? And unless you're sleeping or you have some planned rest period, otherwise, it is always necessary to move yourself to action. You always need to have this skill of creating urgency within yourself. So I'm using that comment again, just as a frame for the conversation. So let's get into the points. Point number one topic, once again, is I work better under pressure, which is an excuse for procrastination. Studies have shown, believe it or not, that people actually do not perform better under pressure, although many people like to say this as a justification for their procrastination and a justification for doing things at the last minute. Now, I don't know exactly how they perform these studies, but this is what studies say, that when people wait until the last minute, when the time urgency is forced upon them, not when you create it on your own, but when it's forced upon you, people actually do not do better work. Now, anecdotally, I'm sure all of us have had times in our lives when the pressure was on and we absolutely had to get something done and our backs were to the wall. And what did we do? We were able to pull that situation out and make things happen and make things work and get the result that we wanted. Anecdotally, we've all had situations in our lives when things were again, urgent, and we were able to pull it out and get things done despite the stress, despite the time urgency, we got things done. Now, this does not mean, because remember what I told you, examples do not prove arguments. All right, I told you about that. And let me tell you what episode that was. For any of you who didn't hear that episode, because many of you need to listen to it, it's episode 2078. Examples do not prove arguments. In other words, your lived experience your anecdotal experience, meaning something that happened to you or something that you know about that happened to somebody that you know or something that you've seen personally, those experiences do not prove arguments. You cannot prove a point by telling somebody some random experience, isolated experience that you had in your life or experiences that you and the people that you know have had. Those do not prove arguments. They can illustrate an argument. They can be examples of your point, but they do not prove an argument. So if I say, hey, all people of this kind of person is this kind of individual. All people who look like this are this type of person. And I have 30 experiences in my life that reflects that. That does not prove the point. That doesn't make the whole general point true. So listen to episode 2078. Any of you who is not well versed in objectivity and how to formulate an argument, episode 2078 will help set you straight on several things that many people in my experience, my lived experience, need to understand. So I have done my best work under pressure. Again, all of us have had this anecdotal experience. All this is a justification for us that we use this to procrastinate. We use this to say, okay, well, and we sometimes use it even as a motivator for ourselves. Because let's say you're in a pressure situation and you didn't put yourself there on purpose, but it is a pressure situation, whether you want to admit it or not, you'll say to yourself, well, listen, I do my best work under pressure. It's kind of like a auto-suggestion. It's like a way that you're encanting to yourself. I'm going to do my best work because I'm under pressure anyway, so I might as well frame it in such a way that is positive. Nothing wrong with doing that, but we're going to be clear on what's accurate and what's true here as well as what has worked for you in the past and what may work for you in the future. People do their best work in life. This is the general rule. This is the argument that I'm making. This is not anecdotal. People do their best work when they have a clear objective, a clear plan, and they are confident about what they're doing. That's when you do your best work. And I'm going to say that applies to you as well, as opposed to the moments when you're under pressure. See, in moments when you're under pressure, the objective may not be clear or it may. You may or may not have a plan and you may or may not be confident about it. But when you have all three in place, you do your best work. That's when you perform at your highest level. It has nothing to do with being under pressure. 
You don't need pressure to do your best work. What you need is a plan and objective and confidence in what you're doing. If you find yourself procrastinating in life and waiting until the last minute to get things done, it's probably because you're missing these three things. You don't have a clear plan, which is why you're procrastinating on doing anything because you don't know exactly what you're doing. You don't know what the actual outcome is. You don't know. Maybe you don't even know what the goal is or what is the point? What are you going to get for doing this thing? And if you don't know, then you're probably going to hesitate on doing it because, well, what's the point? And you're not confident about what you're doing. So even if you did know those things, you're not confident about it or confident about why you're doing it or how you're going to get it done. If you don't have the confidence in those spaces, then why would you even take action? And this is the exact reason why many people don't take action in life, because they're missing these other pieces. This is where it gets strategic is when you're strategic about these other pieces, then it's easy to move yourself to action because everything is laid out and you can see the path clearly. Very few people are able to move themselves forward in things in life when they can't see the clear path. Now, there are some of us and you are exceptional individuals who can move yourself to action on items in life when you don't even have a clear path of what you're doing. You're kind of just walking in the hoping that the ground does not give beneath you when you take the next step. You can't even see the light at the end of the tunnel. Very few people are able to move when they can't see the light at the end of that tunnel. So if you find yourself able to do that, understand that you are an exception. You are not the rule. Okay, everybody follow me. This is where procrastination comes from. Procrastination is not just you being a lazy individual who just doesn't want to do anything or you're just a completely unmotivated person who just needs to figure your life out. Maybe that's the case, but usually that's not what it is. Procrastination just comes from a lack of clarity in all of these areas that I said. Point number two, today's topic again is I work better under pressure is nothing but an excuse for procrastination. Number two, if you want to be better at executing and executing on time and on time means early in the work on your game world. If you didn't know, I talked about that in episode 14, 12. Early is on time, on time is late, and late is forgotten. Start making plans for your work ahead of time. Whatever time is, if something's due in a week, start making plans now. Don't wait till the day before. Start making plans now for how you're going to get that thing done. Do things early, ahead of time. That's what it means. If you don't know what early means, again, listen to episode 14, 12. Making plans, when I say make plans ahead of time, what do I mean by making plans? It means actually writing down what you're doing, when and how you are doing it, and rationing out of your resources for doing the actual work. Let me say that those three things again. As I say, if you want to not procrastinate, you want to actually get things done on time, on time meaning early, just to make sure I'm not going over anybody's head here, you start planning ahead of time and make plans. What does making plans mean? Three things you're doing when you're making plans. First of all, you write down. So this is something that someone gonna, us can pick it up and look at it. What exactly is going to be done? When and how it will be done? And then rationing out how your resources will be utilized for doing it. Resources, time, money, attention, energy, and focus. How are you going to make this work? You only have 24 hours in a day. You can't plan out 36 hours of work to get done in 24 hours. That's scientifically and mathematically impossible. How are you rationing out your resources to make sure you can actually do the thing that you are planning? Many people overestimate what they can get done in short periods of time, but underestimate what they can get done in longer periods of time, relatively speaking. So ration out your resources based on what you can actually do, based on what you're able to actually get done. If you know you have a project that's going to take up eight hours of your day today, and that means you only have, let's say you work 10 hour days, you only got two more hours left. Don't plan six more hours of work, even though it may 
look good and may feel good when you're writing it down. Could you actually do it? Are you able to actually execute on it? So make sure you're planning out what you can actually do, not what your dream is that you could actually get done. So do not depend when it comes to planning, folks. Planning never depends on your random access memory. In other words, your long-term memory. In other words, just remembering stuff in your brain and not writing it down. Planning does not depend on random access memory for plans. No professional does this and no well-running business does this. And no one, no person who creates sustained success over an extended period of time does this. Random access memory is the kind of memory that you have on your, it's like the flash memory that you have on your computer. In other words, it's not the stuff that you download and save to the hard drive of the computer or the phone. It's the stuff that the computer is basically remembering, for lack of a better term, all at the same time. So it doesn't happen so often with the devices that we have these days because the technology has gotten a lot better. But those of you who are using computers back in, the, let's say, the first five years of this century, let's say between you're using computers between up to about 2005. If any of you who has that, this experience, you know that if you had too many tabs open or too many windows open or too many programs running at the same time on any computer up to about 2005, what would happen? The computer would freeze and it freeze when it literally freezes. Nothing's moving on the computer screen and you had to restart the whole thing. Whatever you hadn't saved, you lost. And you might have that experience before. I know it wasn't just me. Or if it didn't freeze, it would just start going really, really slowly. And everything's just taking a long time to move. And that was a warning sign. For those of you who are veterans of using computers, you knew. When it started going slow like that, it's like, all right, let me start closing some programs up before this freezes on me and I lose all my work that I'm working on. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. That's the random access memory. When you use too much random access memory, what happens is everything starts to get slower or it completely freezes. And you get a whole brain fart and you lose everything that you're working on. You, as a human being, you have a certain amount of random access memory. These are the things that you can hold in your brain all at the same time without forgetting them or losing track of them. And I've told you many times here on the show, one limitation of the human brain, even though it is the most powerful tool known to man, it created the computers and the microchips that we use to this very day, is that the human brain can only focus on one thing at a time. If you are telling yourself that you are focusing on multiple things or you call yourself multitasking. No, you're not. And no, you can't. You cannot focus on more than one thing at a time. And no, you cannot multitask. It is impossible. Computers can multitask. Human beings cannot. What we can do is task switch. And you're going back and forth. And the thing is, you keep going back and forth. Eventually, you're going to forget something. And now you lost it. No plans should be held just in your brain. You can think about your plans in your brain, but then you write them down. So your brain doesn't have to remember them. And it serves your brain as well because your brain now knows unconsciously that it can forget about it because it doesn't have to hold on to it because it knows that you just wrote it down on paper. Yes, this is a real thing. It's professional, no well-running business, no person who knows what they're doing, trust their random access memory for their long-term success. So why would you do it? People who execute consistently follow consistent systems and consistent processes for creating their success. I talked about this in episode number 2013, the same things, the same way every time. Think of a company like McDonald's. Their system is flawless, which is why any bum off the street can go work in McDonald's right now and a burger is going to come out exactly the same way every time because the process is what makes the burger what it is. It's not the person, it's the process. You don't need talent to work there. All you need to do is be able to follow very simple directions. And that's what a process is. If someone can just follow the directions, they will produce the result. That's what a process looks like. So the question is, do you have a process for what you're doing? If you don't, no wonder you think procrastination is a good idea because you don't have a process. Well, you probably don't even want to do the thing because the process 
isn't in place, which means you're not even sure you can produce the results. So why even get started on it? That's the resistance. Moving on to point number three. Today's topic is I work better under pressure as a quote, and it is not true. Usually it's just an excuse for procrastination. If you feel like the feeling of performing under pressure, if you like that feeling of performing under pressure, because you know that feeling keeps you on point, maybe it makes you more focused. Maybe you just love the adrenaline rush of the situation. I'm not here to tell you that you're lying. I actually believe you. Fine. if that's what you like. But here's a better way of doing it. If you want to create that energy and that's why you do things under pressure, here's how you can do it in a way that will probably serve you and be more sustainable and also more predictable. Create your own pressure by moving yourself to get more things done in a shorter period of time. So this way you still get the pressure. You can still get that adrenaline rush. And you can still you know, get things done at a high level because this is how at least you believe you perform at your best level. Just create the pressure on yourself. You control when the pressure gets put on instead of allowing the situation to dictate when the pressure gets put on you. So now you're in control of the whole thing. You're conducting the entire orchestra instead of allowing life to conduct your orchestra for you. So you need to get things done in a shorter period of time. So instead of giving yourself a week, give yourself three days. I mean, you can control this. Why do you have to wait for life to do it to you? And do not wait until the last minute to get certain things done. So if you got a week to get a project done, don't wait until two days before it and say, all right, now I got the pressure. Now let me get it done. How about since you know you have a week, how about you say I have two days to get it done? I won't wait seven days. I'm going to get it done with five days to spare and I'm going to get it done within the next two days. Now there's the pressure right there. This requires a certain level of discipline, though, because logically you understand that you actually have seven days, but you have to basically irrationally convince yourself that you only have two. Put yourself under that pressure and get it done sooner. And this can become a standard for you to where you're playing the game at a completely different level than all your possible competitors. And now you're standing out in a way that they can't replicate because they don't have this mentality. So this is a way that you can separate yourself from other people. You can get things done on time, which in the work on your game world means early. And you've created a whole new level of performance that nobody else can match. And all of it is 100% under your control. What do you have to lose in this situation? So instead of waiting until the last minute, force yourself on the first minute to get things done. In other words, don't wait until the day before the project, but say, hey, I'm going to finish that 30 days in advance. Then get five more projects done during that 30 days because you've created extra time for yourself. So if you had a seven day window and you get it done in two days, now you have five extra days. Now you can get more things done in that five extra days. Now let that compound over time. Let's say you did that once a month. How many extra projects could you get done? How much more could you advance in your life? Could you realize all the outcomes of your five-year plan in two years if you started operating by that formula instead of waiting to the last minute to get things done like everybody else does? If you had timelines that gave you half the time that everybody else has, how much more could you contribute? How much more could you give? How much more could you accomplish compared to your competitors, compared to your opponents? See, this way, you're using bottom-up pressure meaning things that you create yourself instead of top-down pressure, meaning what the world is pressing on you. And this is a form of eustress instead of distress. Eustress is E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S. I talked about this in episode 1348. Eustress is the good kind of stress. Eustress, and this is actually a real word. A lot of people don't know about this word. Everybody knows the distress, right? Distress is when you feel sad, beat down, tired. It's usually the kind of destructive stress that makes you look and feel 10 years older than you actually are. You don't want distress. You want you stress. You stress is the good kind of stress, the kind of stress that usually we take on voluntarily or we volunteer for putting ourselves in situations where we know you stress is coming. 
because the kind of stress that makes us stronger in the long run. You stress is the kind of stress you get when you go to the gym and lift weights. Any of you goes to the gym and works out or any kind of working out doesn't have to be lifting weights. You can be boxing, swimming, running, cardio class, boot camp, whatever. We know when you, we step in the gym that that workout is going to kick our ass in some way, shape or form. That's the reason that we go. Right. That's you stress. It's going to stress us. It's going to make us tired. We're going to feel fatigued. We're going to sweat. We're going to need to sit down. You want to take a shower and all that stuff after it's over and want to recover. But you do it on purpose. Why? Because, you know, it's going to make you stronger and feel better in the long run. That's you stress. This is another form of you stress that you can put on yourself to play at a higher level than everyone else. And here, let me give you a secret that maybe if you're not reading between the lines, I will do it for you. The highest performers in life operate off of you stress as a habit. I want you to think about that and then I'm going to explain it. The highest performers out there, the best athletes, the best business people, the best fill in the blank at whatever you do for a living or whatever you're interested in doing, the highest performers in life perform off of you stress. They perform under the stress of you stress all the time as a normal habit. It's a normal way of living. I heard Tony Robbins tell the story about Michael Jordan. He said that Michael Jordan said the reason why I am such a high performer is not because I look at the other basketball players and measure myself against them. It's because I set a standard for myself that is higher than what anyone else could expect of or demand of me. What is that? You stress. He sets a bar for himself. He's not allowing anyone else to set it for him. He wasn't looking at the other players and saying, all right, my bar is being better than that guy or that guy. He said, I'm going to set a bar for myself and my bar is to be better than that, that he decided on. That's bottom up pressure. That's not top down pressure. See, top down is what the world puts on you. Bottom up is what you put on yourself. How much you stress are you putting on yourself? Many of you are not putting any you stress on yourself. You wait for the world to put it on you. And that's fine because sometimes the world will put stress on you and you'll find out that you have powers that you otherwise never would have tapped into. The challenge is everybody else is waiting for the world to do it, too. So the thing is, even when the world puts stress on you and you perform at a high level, so is everybody else, which means you can't advance past the average person, the majority of the world, simply because you're operating by the same formula as the masses. Now, if you want to be like the masses, then you keep operating with them. But I'll give you a hint. You're probably listening to the wrong show. If you want to be a person who steps ahead of the masses and goes further than the masses, then you have to put the stress on yourself, not wait for the world to put it on you. So this is what the highest performers do. I'm going to do a whole episode just on that point later on. Stay tuned. So let's recap today's class, which is I work better under pressure. That is a quote, which is actually an excuse to procrastinate. Point number one, studies have shown that people do not perform better under pressure, although they may like to say this or they may anecdotally believe that it's true. People do their best work, not under pressure, but when they have a clear objective, a clear plan, and they're confident about what they are doing. It has nothing to do with being under pressure. If you're waiting to the last minute, it's probably because you're missing these three things, meaning you don't have a clear objective, you don't have a plan, and you're not feeling fully confident about what you're doing, which is why you're hesitating to take action. Point number two, you want to get better at executing and executing on time and, and work on your game world. When I say on time, what I mean is early, then you need to make plans ahead of time. Again, early. Making plans means writing down what you're doing, when and how you're doing it, and rationing out your resources for actually doing the work. In other words, don't say that you're going to get three days of work done in one day if you know that you actually can't do that, because then you're setting unrealistic expectations for yourself. People who execute consistently follow consistent systems and processes for execution. Think of a company like McDonald's. Think of a company like Amazon. When you order from them, the process is consistent. Even when they mess up, the way they handle their, mess their mistakes 
are consistent. The way they give you a refund is consistent. Do you have a process for what you are doing? If not, no wonder you think procrastinating is a good idea. Number three, if you like the feeling of performing under pressure, okay, here's what you do. Put the pressure on yourself from the bottom up. In other words, setting your own deadlines for yourself and putting your own standards on you instead of waiting for the world and outsiders to put pressure on you and put top down pressure on the top of your head. This is what the highest performers do. And again, I'm going to do a whole masterclass just on this subject alone, is that they put pressure on themselves. They do not wait for the world to put pressure on them. So use bottom up pressure instead of top down pressure. This is a form of use stress instead of distress covered in episode 1348. All this said, two things for you to do now. First of all, text me to get my daily motivation. My number is 305-384-6894. And secondly, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com so you can get into my university and work with me directly, whether in my one-on-one program or my group coaching Bulletproof Mastermind program where we work on, first of all, the mindset as the foundation. Everything that I talk about in the Work On Your Game world, even if I don't mention mindset, the foundation is always, always, always mindset. Then we move on to strategizing, building that reverse roadmap to where you want to get to from where you are right now. How do we actually build that roadmap? I help you with that in strategizing. Then the accountability is in place and then the execution. We, I explain all of that out. If you just go to workonyourgameuniversity.com, you'll see it for yourself with your own two eyes. You believe what you read more than what you hear. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com and get started with me. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.